Oh man, so I kind of went on and on and on and on about this one. Yeah, so today is an interesting topic. Oh, by the way, this is your boy Jerry, the TR Expert of Washington. This is episode number four ten of the TR Expert Talks. So and today we're gonna go into the the we're gonna go into the cultural realm. I am one of the few people that I can actually talk about this, and people listen because of the fact that I'm black and I can talk about this. And technically, I won't offend people. Technically, I don't care if I do offend people because that's. Just what we're going to talk about today. Today, I want to talk about white privilege. I want to talk about black, uh, uh, black success and progress in relation to that white privilege and our discrimination that we face for you know hundreds of years. So I'm not going to take the approach that you're thinking that I might take. I'm not going to take your typical uh, black person, we've been oppressed approach. I'm going to go a different route. Because I feel like it's important to take that route. Now I'm not going to go in the like completely conservative, like black people need to get off off, off their butts and black people need to have uh, uh, have some education and all this stuff like that. I, I definitely have empathy for people, and I definitely have empathy for empathy for people uh, that just can't get ahead in the world because you know they've been so severely disadvantaged and they're uh, they're economically and culturally and socially at a, uh, 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 behind that they just can never catch up. There's people like that. But there's people like that on both sides. There's people out in West Virginia, in the mountains of West Virginia, that are you know, feeding their, their kids diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> like, put it in their bottles. I've heard of this. And that's because, like, you know, they just, they're in the same situation as other poor people. They just don't know and probably they don't care. <laughs> but I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about like how you can actually get success and why people fall into the trap of racism, discrimination, white privilege, and uh, well, that's it. <laughs> I was thinking of other things, but that's it. Racism, discrimination, and white privilege. It pretty much sums it up. Uh, you know, obviously there's you know, sexism and stuff like that, but I'm just talking about racism and discrimination as a whole. That's pretty much a broad enough brush to uh, paint most of the afflictions to people in general. And uh, it's also fine enough to make, to, to only talk about stuff that deals with people on people and not like with natural disasters and other stuff that people can't control. So I think you'll find this episode really interesting. I really would like to hear your feedback if you if you like this one or if you didn't like it, you know, uh, shoot, feel free to shoot a rating or a review. I will sh- shout you out if I, in the near future if I see that it's a good rating or review because I think that you know, people that put in time should also get that time uh, rewarded somehow, some way. So yeah, Without further ado, let's go ahead and get episode number 410 underway. It's not me. It's you. Lego! Alright, so I want to talk about this today because I kind of think it's important. It's something that uh, I've been talking to other people about and it's been like, uh, 
Well, it's just been kind of interesting topic, you know, considering that everybody's talking about Black Lives Matter and what white privilege is and, ra- you know, race in general. Now, I don't like to talk about these type of things specifically, uh, but every once in a while, especially considering the given climate that we have right now, I think it's important to chat about these things because uh, I think a lot of people have a lot of people have it twisted. And let me give you. Let me give you the breakdown. This might be a shorter episode than I'm thinking. I was thinking this might be a longer episode. I was all strapped in and ready to go. But I'm thinking that this actually might be a shorter one. We'll see, though. So, look, I think about challenges and obstacles and disadvantages in life as, as something that is inevit- inevitable. We all have dis- disadvantages and challenges and obstacles in life. If you don't, well, you're not, you're not living a fulfilled life and you're going to be unhappy and nihilistic for <laughs> pretty much your whole life if you don't have uh, challenges and disadvantages or things that you consider challenges or disadvantages. However, the thing is that what I see a lot from a lot of people, a lot of people, is that a lot of people want to, instead of like face those challenges and you know get stronger, a lot of people want to find the easy way. And I totally understand it, right? That is like essentially the mo for every human being in this world. We want to take the path of least resistance. Our DNA wants to propagate, and our DNA wants to propagate with the least amount of resistance as possible. You want to have the most amount of energy so you can put that forth to like raising your children and all that other good stuff, right? If we're talking like caveman biology, but. At the end of the day, though, that's not really what makes us happy. Like, think about this real quick. Nobody cheers for the person that's standing right in front of the finish line as the race starts. You know, if that guy finishes first, so what? We all expected him to finish first. But if there's somebody standing at the finish line and there's somebody that's standing behind the starting line, and that guy that's standing behind the starting line wins, well, then we have all the most, all the respect, the utmost respect for that person because that person overcome, ad, overcame adversity, overcame disadvantages, and he won the game. So, w- what is it that about that person that we see that is like something to emulate, right? Because we all want to emulate that person. First of all, how do you emulate that person? Well, you identify your dis, you identify your disadvantages, your or your disabilities or your shortcomings, and you move forward anyways, right? Right? <laughs> Let's talk about that, right? Let's break that down. All right? So listen, I was thinking about this in the context of like race and fitness. And, and I, I'm thinking about this because I've been talking about this lately. Uh, I've been really interested in like the white privilege thing. I mean, I've been really interested in like, you know, as a black person, what are these, dis- these supposed disadvantages that black people have that we keep complaining about? Right? And I don't want to sound insensitive because I have empathy for those people that have real disadvantages, people that are born in you know, ghettos, people that have no education, people that have no way out of, out of the ghetto. Because these people do exist, and there's quite a few of them. And they're not just black people, they're white people too, and, and everything else in between. But there's a thing. There's a lot of people out there that are telling black people specifically that we are at a disadvantage because we've been oppressed, right? And yes, we have been oppressed Black people have been oppressed. Of course, we, you know, we sat at lunch counters with 400 years of slavery, Jim Crow laws, you know, Black Wall Street, Seneca Village. We can go on and on and on and on about the atrocities that have that occurred to black people over the 400 year history that this country has been in existence. However, however, there are a lot of other people that have, gone, have undergone some tragedies uh, to their people. Now, I'm not poo-pooing anybody's tragedies. I'm not poo-pooing anybody's disadvantages, right? Obviously, I'm not. I'm black. I understand what these disadvantages are, right? I'm not knocking these disadvantages at all. I'm not saying they don't exist. They clearly exist. What I am saying, though, is that disadvantages make you stronger. And that's the thing that a lot of people are overlooking. See, 
in the, in the context of race, there's people like Louis Farrakhan, people like Jesse Jackson. You kind of get the, the gist of the people I'm talking about, these black leaders in the black community that are telling people that we've been oppressed for years and years and years and years and that we demand and that we should demand retribution or we should demand some kind of like flipping of the tables, so to speak, you know, and um, I get it. I get the frustration. Of course, I get the frustration, right? Like people don't want to feel like they're being disadvantaged. People don't want to feel like uh, people are unnecessarily uh, putting them putting them in a box where they can't get out of, right? Like, people don't want to feel like they have limitations to their ability. You know, people call that the glass ceiling, you know? But like I said, black people are not the only people that experience this. You have women that experience this glass ceiling. You have... um, you have people that have, are of other races, like Asian people. You have Jewish people that have had these situations. You've had a lot of people. You have Native Americans had their own damn land taken from them by us. Like everybody has had some kind of some kind of conflict along the way that altered the the the, the path of the of their culture. All right. So I'm not denying that everybody. Ha- I'm not denying anybody's disadvantage, and I'm definitely not denying that black people have had a disadvantage uh, by being slaves in this country. However, what I want us to understand is that, like I said, those people like Louis Farrakhan, Jesse Jackson, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other, other people. But you know, like I said, you know those people, those people that essentially tell us that it's all other people's fault and that we shouldn't feel responsible for the fact that we have high crimes in our neighborhoods. We, have, we are continue to rank the lowest in like testing and education and things like that, like People like those people say that we should blame other people for it. And I get that. I get that, that, that tendency to want to blame other people. But I see that, and I see that as the overall tendency for people in general, uh, especially people that are not successful. And that's the, that's the quickest way to perpetuate failure is to blame your shortcomings on other people. Whether those shortcomings are your fault or not, if you blame them on other people, there's no way that you can get out of them because like, you're going to be dependent on other people. So the key here is like, to understand that these disadvantages are actually advantages, right? Because disadvantages, they help you grow, right? They help you become stronger. And through those disadvantages, you become someone that can more readily get, the, get to those goals and more readily accept those things that you want in your life because you'll have the skill set that will help you get to what you want to get. Like I said, again, like you don't, nobody cheers for that person that's standing right in front of the finish line uh, as the race is starting. People cheer for that guy that was 20 feet behind the finish line. People are all cheering for those people that are disadvantaged. However, nobody wants to cheer for that person that's disadvantaged that keeps complaining about their disadvantage. And I say this, I, I almost don't, I hesitate to say this because I know this is something that a lot of people, a lot of African Americans or black people want to want to say that they're justified and their uh, feelings of destitute just for the sheer fact that they've been oppressed for so long. However, even though, like, you know, I'm, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to sound insensitive because, again, as I said before, you know, there are people out there that are just, you know, they have, they have it really, really tough to say the least. And, you know, they may never get out of their situation. However, a lot of people do have control over the situation. And the first, at the first sign of challenge or obstacle, they just give up. You know, and they give up and they start listening to those people like Louis Farrakhan, Jesse Jackson, uh, who was that? Oh, Al Sharpton, that's the other guy I was thinking of. I couldn't think of his name. They, they, they look at those guys. And the way I look at those guys, you know, like, to me, like, you know, being in the fitness world, I see those guys as those tea salesmen, those slim tea salesmen, those people that are trying to sell you those, those 
those gimmicky tools that help you burn fat or those pills that help you lose weight. Like those are, to me, those are those people. Those are the people that are saying, it's not your fault. Just take this simple little pill and everything will be okay. And that's not the right answer. Not at all. That's the way you placate people. That's the way you keep people in their place. That's the way you ensure that people maintain their status as inept or as, as less than, you know, as their self, uh, you know, self-proclaimed less than, you know. So once you take the power out of your own hands, you really have no other option but to blame other people. And I hate this. I hate that. I absolutely hate that people think that that's the right way to do it. And there's a lot of people, obviously, that are not black that are saying, hey, just pull yourself up by the bootstraps. And people are black. Black people are saying, no, that's not the case. Like we have this systemic racism. People are always, you know, judging us. People are killing us. And that is so true. That is is definitely true. You know, there's a long list of people that have been killed doing ordinary random stuff. You know, people getting killed for eating ice cream in their house. People getting killed for going for runs on the street. People getting killed for just spending $20 at a store. You know, people, you know, black people are getting killed for that all the time. I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses, right? I mean, it's definitely the case that it happens. But it's also the case that people all over the world are dying from random stuff, right? There's, I've talked about this before. I talked about this in my, probably my last talk about th- that was similar to this. It's like, you know, there's people that are dying from sex trafficking. trafficking. There's people that are dying because they're still slaves. I just found out there's still slaves in Louisiana, certain parts of Louisiana. They're not called slaves, but... To, for all intents and purposes, they're still slaves. They're still black slaves in Louisiana. So it's, you know, like, I want to be fair because, you know, obviously the, there, there is inequality. I'm not saying that inequality doesn't exist. I'm saying that inequality is probably our greatest tool. What is the word I want to use? It's the greatest thing that ever happened to us. And I hate to say it like that because it sounds so corny and quote unquote Uncle Tommy. But it's true. It really is true. You know, like people say that you're only as good, you're only as, good as the last challenge you overcame. And if you have never tried to overcome any challenges because you feel like you are inherently weak because people tell you you're weak, well, then you're going to keep, you're gonna, then your life is essentially going to be weak. So what I'm trying to get at here in this probably unpopular uh, opinion is that you know, like, no matter what, you have, to have, you have to have a goal in mind first, right? Second of all, you have to realize that, like, that goal is not going to come right away. You can't diet tea and pill and random exercise equipment your way into fitness. You have to find a system. You have to create some kind of system that you can be consistent in doing and be happy with the results. You know, like, be, be happy with the daily results. Be happy that you talk to one one person that helped you along in your life. Be happy that if you're overweight and you're trying to lose weight that you lost one pound. Even if you gain two pounds the next week, be happy that you found a way to do it. Because look, if you keep practicing, you keep going at it and not say like, woe is me, I was meant to be fat, I was meant to be oppressed, I was meant to be poor, whatever that you don't want to be. If you essentially just stop saying those things, you stop saying those things that make you weak, well then you have no choice to be, but to be strong. Don't give yourself any excuses to not achieve your goals. Don't give yourself any excuses not to be happy. That is really what it's all about. It's like, like you can be happy. You absolutely 100% can control your happiness. And I'm not talking about that happy, happy, joy, joy, kind of like, hey, I'm happy right now. I'm talking about overall fulfillment type happiness. We're talking semantics here, but 
I want to, I want us to understand that I'm not talking about just like this, like bliss, like you know this. It's a uh, short-term happiness. I'm talking about you being blissful in everything that you do. Well, not everything because nobody's like that. But like you being blissful in the fact that you're moving towards progress, even if it might be slow. Because it's important. It's very important that you feel that you're moving forward. You feel that you're gaining strength. You feel that you are in control. Because at the end of the day, those hucksters selling you that sweet tea, those hucksters that are selling you those, those belly bands or those stupid pills, they're making money off of you. You know, Louis Farrakhan, Al Sharpton, uh, you know, Jesse Jackson, those guys are rich people. Why are they rich? Well, it's because they benefit off of telling people that they have no right to believe that they have the strength to do it on their own. Because essentially this is what they're saying. They say that whatever you do, quote unquote, the white man is going to hold you down. And I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to sound like that guy, but we all have the power to be happy we all have the power to achieve what we want to achieve no matter what the thing is that and like i said there is a caveat to that some of us are behind the finish line and some of us are standing 20 feet behind the starting point but at the end of the day that person that is at the finish line right before the finish line is never going to be as happy as that person that started 20 feet behind the the starting line because they're going to have more experiences they're going to have more growth and growth, as I said, is something that we all aspire to have in our lives. We all want progress. We all want to move forward in our lives. Nobody wants to just sit there and say, oh, everything's handed to me. I don't have to worry about anything. Because I guarantee you that person that has everything handed to them, because we already know this is the case, is going to destroy everything in their lives so that they have to start back with that person that was 20 feet behind the starting point. They want to start back there because they want to show the world that it wasn't the gifts that they were given. They want to show the world that it wasn't their privilege. Well, at least any, any self-respecting person wants to show the world that it wasn't their privilege that got them ahead, but it was their hard work and their efforts that they coordinated to make that dream of theirs come true. So that's, just, that's really what I want us all to consider, whether you're black or you're white or you're Asian or you're Native American or whatever you are, I want you to consider this. Yes, you have an inherent disadvantage, whether you're, whether you're black and you feel like uh, you know, your neighborhoods are bad and you've been affected by Jim Crow laws and discrimination and you've been, you know, you've been, uh, you've been followed around stores, you've been stereotyped by cops, whatever it is, yes, you have a disadvantage, yay you, you know? What are you going to do about it, right? Are you going to fight the people that are giving you that disadvantage? Or are you going to just say, whatever? Might I suggest this? Stop listening to those other people that are, you know, are ruining your happiness. Stop listening to those people that are, you know, changing your, that are, quote unquote, changing your life through their words and through their actions. Because, as I said, we're in America. You can just get on the internet if you really want to and just make a couple million dollars. If you really put your, you know, put the effort into it, you know, obviously you're going to have a few, maybe more than a few sleepless nights. But you have the ability to do it. Everybody has the ability to succeed. Everybody has the ability to lose weight the way they want to. Everybody has the ability to make more money if they want to. Everybody has the ability to make more friends and increase their social circle. Everybody has the ability to live a better life. There's nobody in the world that has an IQ above 100 that has no ability. Maybe even IQ above 80. That has Well, 80 I think is like officially special needs, but nobody has that has an IQ above 90. How about we put it that way? Nobody with the IQ above, uh, IQ above 90 has any room to say that they have no uh, control over their happiness or no control over their lives. Well, I mean, nobody has control over their lives completely, but nobody has... Nobody has the right to say that they can't do anything because other people control their lives completely. So that's why I want to leave you with today is like, look, you are great. No matter who you are, whether you're black, white, Latino, Asian, 
Whatever you are, you have the ability to achieve your goals. You have the ability to be great. I mean, Barack Obama showed us you could be great, but you have to put in that work. You can't be settling for diet teas and pills and fancy gimmick exercise equipment because that's not going to work. You're not going to be able to listen to Louis Farrakhan or Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton and convince people enough that you're so oppressed that you deserve everything to be given to you and you deserve to be happy by having that given to you. I guarantee you, you will not be happy if you have those things given to you and you'll be even less happy if you get to the what you, if you get those things that you want without putting in any effort that's just how it goes all right play well that does it for my tuesday evening i'm gonna pick this back up tomorrow hopefully i'll do a little bit better for you i'm a little tired and i can kind of feel it in the in the, in the energy right now i hope you i hope you still enjoy this episode and i hope you share it with a friend if you have got some value from it especially if it's a friend that's complaining about inherent racism or a friend that's complaining about the disadvantages, whatever they may, may be, whether it's somebody that only has one leg or someone that may be dyslexic or somebody that just can't read or maybe someone that can't count. I don't know why somebody can't count, but yeah, you know, whatever it is, somebody that has a quote unquote, not normal life forward this to them, let them know that they can do it. Just don't identify with that. Don't confuse your identity with your disadvantage. You know, don't just don't confuse your identity with your limitations because you'll always associate those things together and you'll never, ever be able to break that bond. So just be you, be an individual, be someone that is just doing their thing, trying to achieve, trying to make it great, working hard, and most importantly, not listening to the haters. All right, playa, I'll catch you soon, manana preferably. So yeah, let's go ahead and get it on like Donkey Kong and finish this day off with our trademark sign off. Keep good company.